0: And now another episode of Mind Escape with Michael and Maurice. Take it away, Michael.
1: All right, folks. Welcome back to Mike and Maurice's Mind Escape. We have episode number 35 today. We are going to talk about Gobekli Tepe in Turkey.
0: Welcome back.
1: I <laughs> well, um, hate Yeah, a little break ski. We went on a pretty fun camping trip. Um. Oh God. We go every year. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a nice way to release some steam and get out in nature and reconnect to yourself. So that was pretty fun.
0: It's like our own... Uh,
1: go back, like tapping.
0: Go I, I can't pronounce <laughs> it yet, man. <laughs> I'm so, uh,
1: we got to build a megalithic structure over the, in that site that we, we always go to. Build a fucking wall around the whole thing.
0: Yeah, so then when we die, that the fucking Hogars will be remembered, man. It's that, you <laughs> it, know what where it's happened at.
1: here. There was, a ho- there, there was a horse massacre here. There's just a smoldering crater. Um, So Gobekli Tepe is a site in Turkey. Um, In the early 60s, actually, the University of Chicago had found it, but they didn't excavate and they didn't realize what they'd found. They found, like, the top part of one of the T-pillars, um and never really
0: pretty uh pretty new
1: yeah and they never really looked into it and then klaus schmidt um who is a german archaeologist uh came on the scene and he kind of took over the whole thing i think he came out in the beginning of the 80s if i'm not mistaken um let's see here um shut up yeah pull pull some stuff up um yeah, 19, oh, it was 1994 when Klaus Schmidt took over, um, and he died a few years back. Um, in uh, Fingerprints of the Gods, Graham Hancock talks a lot about it, and I guess they were kind of working on some stuff together, and they they butted heads on some stuff, but there was some stuff that they kind of collaborated on. Um, in terms of how old it is, it's said to be between 10,000 and 8,000 B.C., so that's over 12,000 years ago. I think a more um, exact uh, speculation is like 90, like 9600 BC, somewhere around there. Right. Um, the theory, the mainstream archaeologist's theory on it, is that there were hunter gatherers that kind of came together and created this thing, um, which would be the greatest um, feat of the hunter gatherer era. Because um, they weren't really known to do that kind of stuff. That, hence, how they're hunter gatherer. They were constantly moving, constant You know, they were nomads, basically. Yeah. You know. And for that matter, uh, our our earliest to date knowledge of like uh, uh, animal husbandry and uh, agriculture and that kind of stuff was ancient Sumer or Mesopotamia. Um, and there, you're looking at like four, five thousand. You know. 5,000 BC, 4,000 BC, somewhere along those lines. And that was a little bit older than ancient Egypt and then ancient Egypt came along. But, uh, so this kind of sets everything way back because now we're saying 9,600 BC, that's almost, you know, um, I mean, that's, if you think about it, that's like three Egypts ago, which is crazy. So
0: Is Graham Hancock saying that these people weren't hunter gatherers?
1: Um, well, the, yeah, there's speculation. They could, he, he is not ruling, you know, that's the thing is people get pissed at him and like, Oh, you're pseudoscience or whatever, but he's just speculating and he's using evidence right. and going, going to all these sites and he's actually putting feet on the ground. You know, lots of people like to play a uh, home detective, but you know, this guy's actually going to the places and, and doing the research and, uh, kind of connecting dots, you know, but, uh, so what's so special about
0: this place? I'm looking at it. I mean, it looks pretty, uh, yeah, pretty but it's no uh, pyramids in my eyes
1: well you got to realize that the pyramids um according to mainstream are 2500 bc this well, fuck is, that shit this, this is 8,000 years older than that or right. 7,000 years older than that that's why you know it's fucking yeah, crazy no,
0: I hear i'm just saying aren't people starting to they're starting to speculate that egypt might have been
1: well, yeah, 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 but I mean, again, that's speculation. There's, there's right, no, right. there's more evidence to point to the mainstream than there is the, that. The only thing is like the astronomical alignments, and because uh, you can't radiocarbon date rock, so they're just going by everything that was found around it and whatever. But you know, yeah, I mean, it could be way older. You know, nobody's. That's the thing about archaeology is there's no way to. Put yourself in their mindset, you know, so long ago, right. so they're just speculating, you know, we've evolved so much since then, so we're applying what we know to their lives when they had a whole different mindset and lifestyle, you know, so. Right, right. Um, here, let's pull this up, I'm going to pull a picture up here of. Uh, so it looks like it's a bunch of statues. Um, well, yeah, they're T-pillars, um, here, I'm going to pull this up. Oh, here. yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so this is recently they just started putting the scaffolding and now they're scaffolding around this part, too. Uh, okay. Apparently they're trying to protect it from weathering and, you know, like grave robber or thieves, like that kind of stuff.
0: How the fuck did this guy find this thing?
1: Um, so he, uh, okay, so the, the story is it's, it's Gobekli Tepe means pot belly hill. Um, pot bellies. And a farmer was kind of just out doing this thing and he stumbled across something sticking out of the ground. And what it was, was see how there's these pillars where it's like this. And then this T shape. Well, one of these T shapes was sticking out of the ground. Um, And then, like I said, university of Chicago in the sixties, they came out, but they didn't really do anything with it. They kind of overlooked it, which is a huge fucking mistake in my book. Um, And then Klaus Schmidt came back in 1994 and, and really started doing all the excavation. Now, Only or less than 5% of it's been excavated, which is fucking crazy. If you think about it, this thing goes so deep and there's so many of these concentric circles with all these little offshoot things that, you know, it's going to take a while to do the whole thing. Mm
0: Right right um, so we'll break a bunch of shit in the process
1: right so and you know they just put like walkways down people are pissed that they put sidewalks in and stuff but it just you know that it makes yeah, it easier for yeah you got to get to it right but I can see both sides of it it's like you're fucking with this. they made it a UNESCO site which is a world heritage site which is good to protect it um,
0: right. So, they, gotta it, they gotta dig it out though like, what are they gonna do Just leave it in the ground you leave it in the ground and you'll never see it
1: well I guess I read Klaus Schmidt the reason why he didn't excavate it quicker or get deeper into it was that he wanted to slowly do it so that in the hopes that the next generation would have better technology where they could do more stuff with it and be more precise and, and you know use what we've learned since then to kind of figure it out so mm. um but, uh, so there's a couple of things I want to talk about though, two correlations. Um, and, you know, some people say a lot of this stuff, pseudoscience, but I, I think that there's some clear evidence that this is so old that there might've been different races involved here meaning like, you know, people, aboriginals or, African or uh, you know other cultures involved with it than just you know whoever was living in Turkey at the time. Are they um, finding like universal symbols on? Well, some of so here I'll pull this up. This is uh, something interesting that I found uh, recently, um, and I told you about this too on like our first or second episode. The Aboriginal uh, connection. I'm going to pull up this picture here. Well, the one stone looks
0: like it has some kind of alligator or something on it. Right in the middle. Here, I'm looking
1: at okay so look at this what do you you know look at this right here yeah and then look at that I mean is that not the same thing uh,
0: yeah that's pretty fucking
1: half crazy. circle half circle line in the middle and it's they're bubbly like that too they're similar in that sense so it's what does like,
0: that symbol mean uh,
1: I don't know that's a good question come on um,
0: bro Don't you better <laughs> fucking research man <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, I can only do so much research. Plus, the other th- the other thing is, is like if you talk about even talk about this kind of stuff with anybody that actually knows anything, they think you're a fucking idiot, which is stupid. Because I think the devil's in the details, and if you're not looking at all the details, or at least entertaining all ideas, then you're just a fucking idiot yourself. So, um, so
0: the the stone on the left is uh, Gubekli Tepe, the thing on the right
1: a, from Africa. Yep. Yeah. This is a, uh, one of the T pillars of Gobekli Tepe. This is an, this is an ancient or an Aboriginal uh, person with, you know, that painted on his chest. And I guess, actually, I do know what this means now that you say that I forgot. This means two people sitting down across from each other, having like a conversation is what I read. I could be wrong, but I I think that's what I remember. What it meant was like kind of like what we're doing now, you know, or what we do on this podcast, that's a great wow. symbol for the podcast, bro. <laughs> that would be that. Would, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what what where where I was going with that. So it's like there was at that time there was landridge, you know, like before um, the uh, all the flooding after the younger Dryas and everything. We talked about this on the ancient civilization episode that we did where. Australia was connected to Indonesia and there was more landmass in that area before all the flooding and everything after the uh, last glacial maximum and then, and then you know the younger dryas so um uh, when the water started to rise you know it the that land brand, uh, land bridge which was called Sundaland which connected Australia to main or to Indonesia um obviously one underwater, and then there was one also connecting Great Britain to the rest of Europe, which that one was called Dodgerland. Hmm. So I find that pretty interesting. Um, there was some other stuff I wanted to pull up here. Uh, okay, let me see here. Um, so, what is a, your,
0: what's, so what's your main point with all this, though? People were traveling further than we thought. I think so,
1: yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean, look, and Australia could have been fucked up at that time, or there could have been something, some reason why they couldn't stay there, or, you know, maybe it was too fucking hot. Maybe it was too fucking cold. Maybe there was, you know, more water there than whatever. So, I mean, it's not a, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Like I said, I just, I mean, I, yeah, you could say, oh, well, these people are just drawing symbols. Of course, something's going to line up, but I don't really think that's true. I I, don't, I hate when pe- people and archaeologists say that, especially about stuff like commonalities, you know, between pyramids and different cultures. Oh, that's just what people were doing then. That was the evolution. I, I don't really buy that fully. I'm not saying that that's not a possibility. I just think that that's short-sighted just to assume that that's the answer and then move on. But
0: Right. Well, if you take it in today's concept, like if you see McDonald's or Apple, that's a universal symbol. So
1: Right. Okay. So this is what's called the vulture pillar. This it's is like... Cool. Probably this is one of the most important ones. So what you have here, you see these handbags-looking things up here at the mm-hmm. top? Yeah. Those are, I've looked that up. That's, that's an interesting thing, and it's interesting because um, people are looking up, it's called, they're called ancient handbags. It could be anything. I've speculated, could it have been a basket to carry seeds in? Could it have been a basket to carry hallucinogenic drugs in? Could it have been how Damn. they just traveled. Cause like, think about it. They probably didn't have pockets back then. So did they carry some sort of bag around, you know, mm-hmm. what could that be? That could be anything, you know, uh, so it was, <laughs> so it was obviously important to them to put that there. Um, and then this stuff, you know, these are correlations to different, you know, the Scorpions, you know, the Scorpio, different constellations and stuff. This is the vulture. Um, you know, some people say that this some this has to do with something like an like an asteroid or a comet maybe coming down, um, and maybe that's why they built this for some sort of, you know, remembrance of some sort of destruction or the flooding or, you know, like like we've talked about all that kind of stuff, too. Like, you know, what caused the Younger Dryas? Was that a comet impact or an asteroid impact, or was it just slowly or, you know, possibly even a quick melting of the glaciers? So, um, yeah. So there's speculation on that, but this handbag thing got me really interested, and I started looking into it. And then here, I'm going to blow your mind here for a second. Let me pull something else up.
0: Blow Um, away.
1: (laughs) Um, Where's that other picture?
0: Okay, here it is. Okay. Okay. But does any of this shit connect to
1: Egypt? Watch. Watch. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so you know that thing I just pointed out? We got it here on that pillar. Yeah, this is ancient Sumer. Same thing. Yeah, and then you. This is Mayan. Um, and then the other thing too is is look. This is guys in some sort of like machine thing. I'm sure you they, see. That's why it's it's tough to talk about. It's like this could be just something day to day, very plausible, like a basket or. Something, and then there's speculation on ancient aliens. It could be this, it could be that, it could be ancient technology or whatever. Obviously, this guy looks like he's in a contraption with a serpent around him. There's ones with serpents around him uh, and other things in ancient Egypt. And here are
0: all three of those things from the same time, or
1: no? So, this is Gobekli Tepe. We talked about how old that is. That's eight to ten thousand BC. Ancient Sumer is like four thousand to three thousand BC. Um, and then even bleeds into a little bit ancient Egyptian time, uh, ancient Mayans like sixteen hundred BC, I think, until um, you know they went on for a while a little bit after AD too. So uh, let me pull up something else here. Well, the
0: bag isn't too uncommon though, like you were saying, you know. Yeah, but why do why are they
1: for 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 you to carve something? We talked about this too. For you to carve something, it must have been important, right? Like it must have. You're carving something into something that you're going out of your way to build that you've no nobody's you know, ever built it before in your civilization. And you're obviously spending tons of time on this. Like, so what's what's the deal there? You know, like what's well, you don't the... you don't
0: think we would chisel a fucking Kardashian ass out of stone?
1: <laughs> Will Are we? You? We we might. <laughs> Oh, maybe they
0: just like possessions like us. They love those fucking handbags.
1: Okay. But even if that's the case, why are they across the whole, how do they all know about each other? I mean, I could see, hypothetically, Gobekli Tepe is in Turkey. That's not far from Mesopotamia. It's part of where Mesopotamia was. So that's not uncommon, but that's still like four or 5,000 years apart. And then you've got—I um, mean, think about four or five thousand years ago. Now that's even before the beginning, the building of the pyramid. So, what did you know about that happened before that? You know, like how would they have known? Right. So um, there's this one too, which I'm gonna pull up here in a second.
0: Yeah, um, I guess they got—they got to put some serious effort into fucking to, to include it into.
1: Well, something. then the other thing is, I get in these debates on Reddit and stuff. And I was legitimately like, I was t- telling people what I know about Gobekli Tepe, but it's like. There's a lot of people that don't know shit. And even the archaeologists that kind of know stuff are afraid to say something and they don't fucking know either. And the ones that get adamant about it, it's like they can't even provide tangible proof. I asked, I was asking people like, show me proof. This handbag is just something basic. So look at this. Um, These dudes and these things with this thing, this dude's got his mouth hooked up to this thing, this (laughs) you know, ancient
0: <laughs> well, people are listening to this, dude. This dude's inside this thing. This
1: thing. <laughs> okay, so yeah, describe. I guess I didn't even think about it. the people that aren't gonna watch this video on YouTube. You're listening on uh, SoundCloud or Stitcher or one of those. Um, an ancient, you know, an, the Aztecs had this contraption similar to the the Mayan glyph, where um, the snakes wrapped around his whole body, and almost looks like he's in like a spaceship, and he's got his mouth connected to this the apparatus. Um, the Egyptian one, there's this huge serpent wrapped around, um, a Pharaoh who's sitting down similar to the other pictures. And then there's a Maori New Zealand one, same thing, guy sitting down on a contraption. Yeah. it's pretty um, cool. They're all pretty similar. Um, so like I said, I mean, the mainstream is just going to say, Oh, well, this is what people were doing, or this is what people were thinking about during that times. So but it's like, what are the odds that these people from different cultures are thinking about the same stuff and have no contact with each other? And I'm not even saying it has to be some like metaphysical thing or aliens or anything like that. I'm just saying maybe they were getting around and they, they met with each other. You know, maybe there was some sort of ancient way of traveling that, you know, on boat or whatever that we just, you know. yeah that's interesting
0: to think putting it into our time like if we had to draw four things that say that that would sum up our existence what would they be you know right so who the fuck knows that's that's that handbag it's got to mean something more
1: right and then i'm gonna pull this up right now this is uh this was just a little bit more evidence about the aboriginal connection that i was talking about earlier um so this is what's called a Chiringa stone. Um, this was found not that far from Gobekli Tepe. Um, and there's other sites too, similar to Gobekli Tepe, not in terms of like its grandeur or anything, but there are other, um, you know, pre, you know, modern Some civilization old
0: fucking shit right there
1: so define this which is a uh, aboriginal art near where i just made the correlation to the t-pillar you know kind of a kind of a weird thing right yeah um okay and then uh so yeah that was <laughs> i'm not saying aboriginals built it but maybe that was a uh, maybe Go back to Lake Tappe was like a center where like all the people from different areas came together to build something together, or maybe it was some sort of temple where all the civilizations that were in the area came together after a disaster, and that was the regrouping of society. And because uh, so we know, I mean, seventy thousand years ago, Lake Toba in Indonesia blew up, and there was only like. I want to say, I don't know the numbers, but like around 10,000 people were left on earth. You know, millions were wiped out and almost killed everybody. So,
0: Well, look at it like this, man. We've been studying the pyramids and we have a lot of that already uncovered. So this shit isn't even uncovered.
1: Right. It's only, it's less than 5%. Yeah,
0: I'm sure it's going to flip flop a million times where it's like, it's going to be this thing. And then it was built by slaves.
1: And no, they weren't. And Here, I'm going to bring up your favorite thing right now.
0: What's that? You know,
1: you know. So this is the totem pole from Göbekli Tepe. So, oh, yeah, there's old, a old chip face. There was a face right here, which has obviously been annihilated, uh, and then this is supposed to be like a mother or something, you know, a father, whatever. And then this is the baby. Uh, I don't know if you can see it kind of um so this is like a totem pole that was found in the area which is you know i think that's interesting too i mean when you think totem pole you think native american or maybe even aboriginal type stuff but you know to find it there i think it's interesting and then what you can't see on the side here is there's a serpent you know on that side um which is a symbol for fertility on ancient aliens, they get a little crazy. They say this top thing was an alien, uh, which gave birth to mankind, which gives birth to modern mankind, um, or possibly they- like a, like a monkey, and then man, and then baby. What's um,
0: their take on ancient
1: aliens? This thing's alien built. Um, I mean, they always <laughs> ancient aliens speculate. Yes, yeah. No. I mean, I, I don't, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't honestly know what the mainstream thought is on that. I haven't seen anything about it. See, that this is the thing about Kobakli Tepe is since there it's not fully been excavated, there's not really a lot of information that's not kind of fringe, you know. It's all speculation at this point. So, I mean, like I said, I'm open-minded. If somebody comes along and says, "Hey, this is what this means" or um, "Hey, this is what this really is" or whatever, I'm open-minded. You know, I've been recently reading uh uh the great course is on ancient Egypt, which is these books of, you know, academics and stuff. And this guy, Bob Breer, who knows a lot about ancient Egypt, he does a good job of explaining stuff. So stuff I thought was fringe before that I learned, I was able to, to take away from it. Like a lot of stuff that I felt like borderline could be weird. It made sense when you have more information, t- you know, to understand it. So, and there's still weird things. Don't get me wrong, but. Well, I'm just I saying think- you're in the mindset that there's something
0: magical about this place, that there's. Something deeper.
1: Well, I'm not saying deeper in in terms of metaphysical. I'm saying deeper in terms of I don't I don't there's no reason for hunter gatherers to get together just to build that for no reason. You know, right. It's huge. It would take a, a huge amount of work. We've talked about it, too, on other episodes, how it's not that they just carved into the rock. It's that they carved the rock away to create these 3D um, animal images, there's crocodiles, there's foxes, there's flamingos, there's vultures, you know, there's even, you know, species that aren't even indigenous to that part. So, um, Mm -hmm. or at least what, what we know, you know, like there could have been, I guess those animals living in that region then. But, um, so yeah, I mean, that's just my whole little spiel on it. I, I, I think, uh, like I said, there's a lot of speculation in Fingerprints of the Gods. Anybody that hasn't read that, that's a good book. Um, even You know, I don't know. Because even the guy, that Klaus Schmidt guy, wasn't so completely sold on the fact that they were hunter-gatherers either, you know? Like, the whole premise of, like, the Graham Hancock stuff and the Randall Carlson and all that is that there was this pre-Diluvian society or these ancient societies that got wiped off the map. So, you know, like, there's speculation that those handbags, you know, represent knowledge or ancient knowledge. Or like I said, it could be like some psychedelic, which provides knowledge or, um, so that's kind of their take on it. I guess my take on it would be, like I said, I thought about it. Are these just bags that these people are like, they're travelers. Does that represent them as travelers? You know, like that could be an explanation.
0: Um, yeah, that's weird. You don't really picture them packing up luggage and heading. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, I maybe mean, they did. And you know, there's evidence of, you know, possible, animal husbandry and uh, our agriculture, which we know didn't start till uh, five, four or 5,000 years later than that. So,
0: um,
1: yeah, I think that whole timeline's a bit skewed and hypothetically it's only 5%, um, excavated. What if they get down there and they're like, Oh, this thing's gets older. Is the lower you go down or what if, you know, there's different layers to it, you know, and, and we know that there's different sites all over the world where, um, civilizations have been like famous megalithic sites and stuff like that have been built over. So they'll build something, build something over it. You even see with the pyramid, the pyramid was built on top of a base that was supposed to be a, a pyramid that fell apart. So, um, you know, how they, long do they think,
0: they, think it's going to take to fucking uncover all that?
1: I don't know. Like I said, the reason why he didn't get crazy with the excavation was that they wanted to do it slowly and make sure they're doing it right. And then also,
0: well, how with, long did 5%
1: I mean, since nineteen ninety
0: four. Yeah. So let's do the math. Uh,
1: but you know. the, the shocking thing is, you don't. Even, you didn't even really hear about it until recently. You know, like people want to shit on. I will. Okay. So like ninety percent of *Age Aliens* is bullshit. But there's like a ten percent where you are yeah, you actually. You keep bringing it up, bro. You keep bringing well, okay, it up. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I say, I'll say this: it's a catalyst for people to learn about shit. People don't know about any. Like I talk about Gobekli Tepe, even with people that are familiar with consciousness studies and different things. And it's like, I know those two things aren't really related, but they kind of are, you know, it's an understanding of yourself and, you know, the ancient civilizations and esoteric Mm -hmm. knowledge and stuff. Um, It's interesting that I think what ancient aliens does is bring some of these topics to light where people then do talk about them. Now is the show itself bullshit? Yeah, there's, they do have credible people on there and they do have people talk about credible things, but then you'll get your, 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 boyfriend uh david wilcock on there and this guy just destroys the credibility instantly with his fucking bullshit um but yeah i don't know man like i said i think uh, i keep bringing it up because i think it like i said it's a catalyst for people to even just learn like okay so when did ancient England is in like 15th season early on yeah did i watch yeah. it it was in, it's interesting you know it's very interesting it's 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 thought-provoking and what it did for me was at least i had already known a lot about it ancient Egypt and the pyramids and stuff like that. But it kind of reawoke my interest in it. And then by looking into it, you learn about the truth and not just the alien bullshit, you know. So yeah. I think something good can come out of it. And I think there is a movement of people that are kind of walking that tightrope. Yeah, let's not say it was, you know, just basic living back then but there, there could have been some greater knowledge but let's not get crazy and say that aliens came down and built it or aliens you know used magic to help us or whatever they're saying so
0: right yeah doesn't seem like
1: any of the shit they say pans out but i don't no. watch the show No. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, I, I I find it interesting. It's entertaining, you know, like I know, I know it's it's bullshit. It's like watching wrestling, you know, it's bullshit, but it's entertaining, you know, or, you know, watching TV, you know, like shows are scripted, but it's still entertaining. Um, like I said, once in a while, I'll see something cool. And, and, you know, we've, on this podcast have delved into, uh, religions and ancient things like that. And they have good episodes, you know, oh, if stuff.
0: anything, we promoted the piss out of this fucking show. You <laughs> well, talk about it. Every
1: well, <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is like the, there's a Leonardo da Vinci episode and there's some good ass stuff on that episode. Look, if anybody that doesn't know about Leonardo da Vinci, you would learn a lot just from watching that episode. Now they talk about when he goes into the cave and disappears for a couple years. That's true. But then they're saying that he met with an alien in there and he gave him the knowledge. That's the line right there. That's when you say, okay, that this is the fake part of it, but everything leading up to that point was, you know, interesting.
0: Right. But you don't have to watch that to learn about Leonardo da Vinci.
1: No, not at all. I'm just saying if people watch the history channel, people flipping through the channels and they just see something on that, that might pique their interest to at least look into it. And by looking into it, if you even have somewhat of a brain, you'll, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So
0: keep watching it, bro <laughs>
1: hey man there's this there's I've said it before there's a little truth there's a little truth in everything, so i mean if if I get five to ten percent out of it of stuff that you know even a cool idea, and then I look into it and it it just adds to my own knowledge and and debunks shit, then I'll do that and to anybody watching this, if you think ancient aliens is bullshit, which it is. Go on to YouTube. There's a, a, a video called Ancient Aliens Debunked. It's like four hour, three and a half, four hours long. It's like a documentary. And they literally go through and debunk a lot of stuff. There's some stuff that they can't debunk. Obviously, we still don't know exactly how the ancient pyramids or the Great Pyramid was built. And, uh, you know, there's certain things. But then, it, you know, you'll find out Puma Punku could have been built and why it was could have been built and Machu Picchu and all that kind of stuff. So, you know there are things out there debunking these things. So I, I urge people to kind of look at both sides of things and, and take what they want from it. But, um, you know,
0: now does Göbekli Tepe have any, uh, coordinates that sync up with stars at all, or
1: that's a good question. Uh, I haven't looked into any astronomical connections. There might be, like I said, there was that scorpion on there. There's certain that, you know, that could align with Scorpio. Um, there's different things I haven't looked enough into that aspect of it because obviously they haven't done too much work on it in general so um, I think their last you know like for instance you know we had all sorts of theories on ancient Egypt ancient ancient Egypt well it wasn't for the last 20-30 years where people started speculating on the alignment to the stars you know so um, there's that
0: yeah well they better get fucking going on it
1: um, we'll just send you in there with a hard hat and a clipboard, and you can just start getting on people. I just start and...
0: breaking stone wherever <laughs> I'm at. Get back you know, to was... fucking work on going and bash this totem pole completely apart. Enough with the brushes. Here's a, here's a hammer. Yeah,
1: the brush thing. I mean, I, you would think they'd get some like air compressor or something that'll just like blow the air away, you know.
0: But... Yeah, that might crumble the stone to dust. What kind of stone is this? Limestone?
1: Uh, yeah, I think it's limestone. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what, what, based on what I've shown you and do you have any interesting thoughts like on what, what it could be, or do you think that's, you know, like the thing is, is people on Reddit, I was, you know, going back and forth with a lot of people and they're saying, Oh, uh, there's this place called poverty point in Louisiana that native Americans where, uh, they did some cultivating of the land and and changing of the land kind of like this site, but that was 1600 BC. We're talking about fucking, to ten thousand BC, which I keep bringing up because it's fucking important. The timeline, you know, this is the first real thing that we found that dates back that far.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I don't really know. There, they haven't discovered enough of it to.
1: If it was like lining up with stars. Well, and... the other thing it was it was built. It, it was uh, buried intentionally. So the reason why wow. the only reason why we have this thing is because it was intentionally like you know buried. What you know then that brings up a greater point who buried it Did these people bury it as like some sort of time capsule um, was it buried in terms of uh, maybe it was an ancient religion or something that people then didn't believe in anymore you know something like that there's a weird theory going around I've seen it actually on some credible stuff too that it was a skull cult and they found skulls there so human bones and stuff so they're saying that some sort of like skull or blood worship kind of stuff there. So I don't buy into that, but that's just one of the other theories.
0: Yeah. I think it being a religious uh, area is a pretty decent theory. Cause think of all the churches we have. Right. We just have, you know, we just use shittier materials. Right. Right. So they'd all go bye-bye. Time and <laughs> time goes on. You right. can't buy a fucking uh, like vents for your house now. that are all made out of shitty all shitty metal. So even over the past 50 years, the quality of building materials has just went down, down, down.
1: Right. Where's that limestone? Yeah. Where's that good shit? Well, it's like, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, as much as we can, we're basing everything we know off of everything we know. And then even the people that that are are good archaeologists, they're still basing it on stuff, preconceived notions and you know, just the just the, the thought, putting yourself in the thought that we're so much more advanced than them, that's, I think, what makes it so difficult. You you literally have to treat these people as if they're intelligent people, I think, too, to kind of look into, like, what they were doing at their time, you know? Like, maybe it isn't is advanced, but if you're not treating it like that, I don't think that you're going to get the answers that you're looking for, in my opinion.
0: Well, a lot of that stuff seems to be religious-based, and that's just so poo-pooed in today society. Yeah. It's like, oh, if it's religious-based, it must not be science-based, so... Get that out of here. That's not going to be, be a plausible theory in any way.
1: So right. Well, well, their hunter gatherer theory is that um, it's a collection of hunter gatherers that came from like a 250 mile radius of that area to come together, and they found uh, arrowhead or like flint stones, like for different, you know, carving and and that kind of stuff. Um, so that's one of the speculations that they were just hunter gatherers that kind of came from a, a two. 300-mile radius out and then came together to build it. So, I mean, I, you know, who knows? But that's just, uh, that's kind of what they're saying now, so.
0: Yeah, we should write a movie about a bunch of cultures coming together at Go Back Lake Tepe to fucking sacrifice. I
1: mean, what, oh, wouldn't that be, I mean, that would be, <laughs> only, that would be the only thing that we came together for ever, so that would be an interesting take <laughs> on You know? Well, like, they
0: came together for the child sacrifice. Yeah,
1: the skull cult. Um but yeah I just um I mean I th- I think the timeline thing is interesting cuz it's like once we can establish that this is older these people were advanced enough to do this kind of stuff what if we find one more site and then another site and then now we're changing the whole timeline because it's like oh these people were fucking idiots 12,000 years ago they were just cavemen or whatever you know but uh now we're kind of seeing differently you know
0: Yeah it'll constantly be changing
1: um, there's other stuff too in that area, like uh in Turkey that are super old. One of the first religions is Zoroastrianism, and there's a um like a story about this guy named Yima who is told by God. Um in Zoroastrianism uh is uh like good versus dark or like light versus dark or like good versus evil. It was like the first thing that was kind of like that. Um with opposition, um, and then God told uh, Yima to build avara. Avara is something that's underground, with very specific instructions on how to survive some sort of uh, cataclysm. So I'm going to pull up something here to show you a site that they found. See here.
0: This is right by go 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 backlay.
1: Go 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 back there yeah, I mean, not that far Turkey, I mean it's big, it's not that big though um, let me see here all right, this is uh Darren kuyu uh, you can look it up. it's a site Yeah, that's ass and this is what you know is going on underneath, so this is what I was talking about, so um
0: That shit's incredible.
1: you can fit up to twenty thousand people under there in there it was two hundred and fifty uh, uh feet down into the, uh, the earth. Um, So it was like a city underneath. So like, they got sheep in there and shit in the story of Yima with the Vara though. It's not, it's a, it's some sort of winter and you're in Turkey. So you got to think about what, what were they describing? Is it, um, you know, after the younger drives, I think there's some sort of common impact. Was there something that created some sort of like fallout winter or, um, you know, just a change in weather pattern or or climate change or whatever. So, you know, and even some of these things are airtight. So, I mean, it could have been water, I guess, too. But in the story it talks about, you know, cold and winter um, and then just generations of people living under there and then uh, kind of coming out of it and restarting civilization. So it's crazy. But yeah, I mean, you know, you look at all those kinds of stories and they're crazy Is is. Craziest people think religion is. We've talked about this. We wouldn't be here for religion if it wasn't for the 10 commandments and Hammurabi's code and all these different things saying thou should not kill and don't steal and don't cheat with your neighbor's wife. And these are all things to prevent people from killing each other. And, you know, that's pretty much what it comes down to. You know, back then it's like, don't steal. Cause somebody might kill you. Don't sleep with somebody's wife. Cause they might kill you. Don't do this. because they it'll kill you. You know? So it, yeah. all comes, it all comes down to building populations up, um, which we've done, and now we're at a point. Now it's where, time to reverse it. Well, now we've, we're yeah, we are at some sort of like breaking point where we are so good at staying alive and manipulating our surroundings and our environment that you know who knows what's going to happen. But well, we need to start also,
0: living like that. We just need to start digging into the earth or building up. Yeah,
1: cool idea. Well, we're, we're polluting everything, which is a problem. And then the whole, uh, global warming thing, whether you want to believe it or not, it's not real, man. whether whether it's, whether, you know, global, you think global warming is man-made or not, the earth is heating up. I mean, this summer alone, it's been fucking like 90 degrees every day. If I get in my car one more fucking time and get burned by my seatbelt, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. So
0: calm down there, DiCaprio. Yeah, you get it, man. You are in Revenant. The earth yeah. is fucking changing.
1: It is, it's, It's you know, the earth's kind of like a living organism, you know, maybe it's trying to purge us off of it, like these little fucking gnats, let's get these motherfuckers off this motherfucker.
0: Yeah, we are quite destructive, aren't we?
1: Yeah, I mean, we don't even know shit, you know, we, we do and we don't, you know, we just know based off our perception, you know, that's what we were talking about when we were camping uh, with Uncle John was, do you know about this book Flatlands? No by uh, Edwin A. Abbott, Um, and it talks about how, like, okay, so something one-dimensional is just lines, and then you can only see, instead of seeing depth, you can only see points on that line, okay? So then when you go into 2D, 2D is like, think of like Mario Brothers, where it's just two-dimensional, you know, and then we're in 3D now. So thinking about that, you can't see things that are in, if you're in 2D, you can only see part of what's in 3D, so maybe we're in 3D, and we can't only see parts of 4D, and maybe there's a 5D, 60s d you know so it goes on and on and on and on. Um, so our perception and our picture of what we're experiencing is not necessarily um, a full picture. So
0: I hope so, my man. <laughs> I hope so.
1: Otherwise, we're just a bunch of fucking monkeys talking on this thing like idiots, in that case. I- Careful, in, that case, in that case, we're all the same fucking thing, you know? We yeah. are literally all the same babbling, you know, know-it-all thing that really doesn't know shit, so... Well,
0: maybe, maybe there was an ancient fucking podcast that they broadcast from <laughs> Egypt to all the other temples and shit, you
1: know? That would be awesome. We're coming <laughs> live from the Great Pyramid. It's the stream shooting up into the Johnny sky. Pharaoh, hey! Tap into your Akashic record tonight and check in with our podcast.
0: What if they were quite witty? Because I always think back about the Egypts. I see these stern motherfuckers. Like, these guys are very... There's no joking around with these dudes. What if they were a bunch of just good old-fashioned dudes and girls? Yeah, I
1: mean, that could, that could be a possibility, too. <laughs> I mean, look, I mean sucking down
0: wine and you know
1: there's a reason i think that people are drawn to like the the mystery you know of life and the i don't think it's a coincidence i don't think it's people you know like scientists and oh it's an error it's just a flaw no that we have like a calling within us to to figure shit out and we always everybody always thinks there's more to the picture and the people that don't are fucking depressing as fuck like listen to some of these reductionist scientists talk it's like how does this guy not go home at the end of the night and just fucking kill himself? You know, like that's how depressing you find
0: hobbies and things to help you get through. I know,
1: but like just, just, I would rather family and things, I would rather believe in some magical sky fairy than believe nothing at all in the sense that at least there's hope, you know, like those people, I don't know. Well, some uh, people think that they got, you know, you you have kids and stuff, and then you pass
0: your genes on, and then you you live forever through them.
1: And that's great. That that might be true. We might find something out in the future that you know we are all just the same thing. Like maybe your bloodline of your genes is all the same thing manifesting itself through time or something. You know, there could be a bunch of weird shit we don't even know about. So, right. I mean, look at all these reincarnation stories of these kids that. Know what happened to them in a previous life and know exact details of in war planes and going down and like dude that. Dude was grown up on from Mars, man. What's up?
0: That dude from Mars, that kid.
1: There's a kid he, from Mars. He
0: said, yeah, he's from Russia. He said he lived on Mars.
1: Oh, I saw yeah. that article. Yeah, that seemed kind of weird, though. I don't know. I don't that really, one was. Dude. Go ahead. That one seemed kind of hoaxy, but there is a famous one. I, was, I forget who I was talking about. It even might have been your brother, but. There's this kid, um, he's an American kid, and until he was the age of seven, he kept having these nightmares of getting shot down in the South Pacific in World War II, and it just so happened he knew the exact plane number, what part, what part of the, uh, you know, what air division, what number, uh, you know, all the schematics of the plane and all the different shit. He knew the guy's name to the point where the guy's the kid's dad found this kid's fam- this guy's family and they reconnected and they're like, Holy shit. How does this kid know all this stuff? You know? So yeah, um, there's another famous case. Uh, we- we'll talk about this on another episode. Cause I think it's interesting. There's this woman named Dorothy Edie, um, who felt like she was a reincarnation uh, reincarnated priestess from early Egyptian dynasty. So she's the one that helped a lot of these archeologists, British archeologists, early on find a lot of these hidden temples and tombs and different things. she knew where they were and she knew the old ways of, of uh, you know, like this was before Akhenaten brought monotheism. So there was obviously a multi-god platform back then. And that's what she, um, she felt like she was from and everything. So I think that's interesting. It's not even the fact that she felt like she was being reincarnated, but that she would, she had no knowledge of, Egyptology or archeology. span And she was able to f- help them find all these tombs and stuff. So that'd be a sick
0: episode. If we could get one of those people, actual people on here.
1: Yeah. That, that would, that would be
0: probing them with questions.
1: <laughs> I know you start probing them with <laughs> other things too. Um, I
0: can't, we're not in the same state, man.
1: Yeah. Um, but it's so gotta so, come back
0: to the probe jokes with you. Doesn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it does. Cause you make those same jokes. You just make them off air.
0: That's a cool piece of art. Where'd you get that?
1: What? Oh, the. Here, right? uh, that was Amanda's, or it's nice. is Amanda's. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But there's this weird, like, look at this little creepy face thing up there.
0: Yeah, I see it. See? I think that is the Mothman.
1: Yeah, it is. He's trapped in the painting, dude. Only to be <laughs> released upon command. Is this Ghostbusters too? <laughs> it's ghost. What? It's Ghostbusters. Pooh is what it is. <laughs> um. But oh, uh, all right. I've oh,
0: well, well, that. Yeah. Let's,
1: let's wrap it up on that funny little note. We always got to get a couple in at the end. But uh, we'll catch you guys next time. I don't know what we'll be doing, but it will be interesting. Cheers. So stay <laughs> tuned. Peace.